Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, True Transformation Nation. What is going on? It's your host, Josiah Novak. I'm sitting in the parking lot of my gym, getting ready to go work out. And I have a really good topic for you today that I just want to address. This is going to be a quick one for you. But I've been getting this question a lot from various people, and I understand why. It's because it's a hot topic these days, and it's something that is kind of against the grain uh, when it comes to our history of how we eat. And it goes against everything we've been taught, especially as kids growing up. I know at least me uh, in my childhood, I was told that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And these days, intermittent fasting has taken over the fitness airwaves, if you will, and everybody's on this whole skipping breakfast kick. And I want to get my two cents on intermittent fasting, whether it's uh, appropriate, how it might work for you, and we'll talk about a couple of different things to consider when it comes to fasting. So without further ado, let's jump into today's show. Welcome to the True Transformation Podcast with your host, me, Josiah Novak. Welcome to the podcast. Use my daddy, Josiah Novak. Before we jump into today's show, I want to let you know I actually have a free guide for you. Uh, it's called my Look Good Naked Guide. And if you're like me, you like to look good naked. So go on over to lookgoodnaked.co, right? There's no M at the end of it, right? We like to be a little weird when it comes to our guides, but it's just so you remember Look Good Naked. Dot co. All right. So go check it out. It's absolutely free. Go download a copy. It's going to give you a very thorough rundown of how to set up your nutrition, your workouts, your lifestyle so that you look your best and feel your best, especially with no clothes on. So go check out my free look good naked guide today. All right, let's jump into today's topic, which is the truth about intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting, give you a quick 20 second breakdown on what intermittent fasting is. It's basically not eating. <laughs> it's skipping meals. Okay. So it's going a period of time without food. It's intermittently not eating. All right. So fasting is just not partaking in something. And in this case, we're talking about food, but I'm going to talk about how fasting can actually work for other parts of your life as well. But intermittent fasting has kind of taken over recently for many different reasons. For one, um, we're kind of sick and tired of having to eat around the clock. I think is a busy human race where we have work, we have family, we have kids. It's like really, really stressful to try to eat every two hours. And oftentimes when we're just so used to doing something, in this case, having breakfast, and we try something completely different, something out of left field, right? Like don't eat breakfast anymore, just skip that first meal and wait till later in the day to eat. All of a sudden, your body is like, wow, this is interesting. And you feel a surge of energy. Because at the end of the day, intermittent fasting uh, can be a great tool for some of us. And for others, it's just not a great tool, right? Um, for some people who deal with chronic levels of cortisol, right? So super high levels of cortisol, um, intermittent fasting. And by the way, what is cortisol? Cortisol is just a stress hormone. Okay. So when we're stressed out, we release high amounts of cortisol. Um, so in the morning, uh, when we wake up and we eat something, right, that actually can, for a lot of us, bring down that cortisol level. Uh, and that can help you feel a little bit better. It can help you kind of level off. Uh, but for some of us, eating breakfast in the morning makes us feel like crap, right? We eat something like a, you know, a bagel or 
some kind of, you know, healthier meal like oatmeal and a protein shake or whatever. And all of a sudden we just feel kind of crappy, right? We feel like our energy just kind of gets sucked out of us. Um, and I'm not going to get into deep, deep scientific stuff here because that would take an hour long podcast. But what I want to let you know is that some of us do really well with intermittent fasting. Okay. Some of us do well with skipping breakfast in the morning and waiting until around lunchtime or just later in the morning to have our first meal. Now, I want to get something really clear. The intermittent fasting movement has been based around a eating schedule that requires you to stop eating somewhere around 7, 8, or 9 o'clock at night. Okay, That would be your last meal. You go to sleep. Let's say you sleep from 10 o'clock to 6 and that's eight hours, right? So your last meal is at eight. You have your two hours before bed and you have eight hours of sleep. So by the time you wake up, you have been technically fasting for 10 hours. Okay. Now, that being said, depending on what you ate before you went to bed, there's probably still food in your system being digested. There's definitely uh, an abundance of energy typically ready to go. So it's not like you wake up and you're like starving and you have zero food in your body. Once again, though, we have to keep everything in context, okay? So who does fasting typically work, or for who does fasting typically work really well for? Well, number one, um, I typically, in my experience, and this is you know over 15 plus years of working with people, now I haven't incorporated fasting for all my clients, and I would never recommend fasting for everybody, but typically... Uh, men tend to respond better to fasting. Okay. There's, there's reasons for this. Um, but typically men respond more favorably to fasting, meaning they feel better. Okay. Women on the other hand, um, are kind of in, at least in my experience, 50, 50, some women do really well with skipping an early morning meal. Some do not. Okay. So the simple strategy around fasting is that, you can try it out. Now, why would you try it out? Like, was there magical properties to fasting? Is there like a fat burning secret that, you know, everybody knows about that you just don't know about because you're not fasting? No. Okay. There are studies on fasting, longer term fasts, right? So I'm talking 24 plus hours. Okay. Typically 24 to 72 hour fasts that can be good for health. And when I say health, I don't mean like getting shredded. I just mean improving your overall well-being, all right? And there's reasons for this because you're giving your body a break from digesting food. You're allowing your body to basically recycle old cells and, and create new cells in the body. But once again, this is not about fat loss, okay? This is about health. And to be fair, if you're fasting for 24 plus hours all the time, that's probably not a good thing either. Your body, especially if you're active, needs fuel, needs fuel to repair, recover, and build new tissue, support uh, your actual workouts, uh, and give you energy for your day. So you do need some food. Um, but the thing to remember too is that oftentimes when it comes down to losing fat and getting in better shape, the biggest factor is your ability to stick to something. And so what intermittent fasting has done is it's created a easier system to follow for people who really struggle to eat during you know the course of the day and tend to burn through all their calories early in the day because they've been told they have to eat breakfast and they have to eat every two hours. And then they get home after a long, stressful day at work and they just want to eat a big meal, but they don't have any calories left. And so what ends up happening is they go over their calories and they start 
over time gaining fat. But when they're told, hey, look, you don't actually have to lose or you don't have to eat breakfast to lose fat, you can actually skip breakfast and eat more of your calories later in the day. All of a sudden, sticking to a nutrition plan becomes much easier because now you're operating with your tip, your, your actual body and appetite cycle. Okay. So if you wake up in the morning, you're just not hungry and you're like, oh, cool, I don't have to force feed myself anymore. You can start your day without food. You can have some coffee, you can have some water. And then as the course of the day goes along, you can start to incorporate food later on and have more calories later in the day when you're typically more hungry, which is a great tool to build a plan around your lifestyle because that's what this is all about. We're not here to try to change everything you do in order to fit some diet, right? This is about building something that works for you for a very long time. Now, I'm always very, very wary of pushing my tools and the things that work for me on you. I believe that everyone needs their own set of guidelines. Everybody needs their own unique nutrition strategy. Yes, we can pull from different strategies and figure out something that works for you, you know, and that might be incorporating things from a keto diet, or that might be incorporating things from fasting. It might be incorporating a paleo approach. It depends on the person. But for me, intermittent fasting has worked really well. And I'll tell you why. Because when I wake up in the morning, the last thing I care about is food. I actually enjoy working out before I eat anything. And so I go and I work out in the morning, I start getting some work done, And I'm typically not hungry until about 11 and sometimes as late as three o'clock in the afternoon, which is not an all, not a, (laughs) it's not the case all the time. I also have a family that I enjoy, you know, eating dinner with at night. I enjoy going out with my wife and having, you know, a lot of calories to play with. And the beauty of losing fat is that as long as our calories are where they need to be, as long as we're eating a good amount of quality food and we're getting enough nutrients that our body needs, we can really eat whenever we want, assuming that you don't feel like crap, okay? So if you eat at night and you're just like, oh God, I can't go to sleep because I feel like crap, then we gotta think of a new strategy. But intermittent fasting has taken over because it's this whole like non-breakfast movement where breakfast has been the most important meal of the day for, for years, right? But it's not the most important meal of the day. The most important meal of the day is the one that allows you to nail your calorie goal for that day or that week or that month or whatever. That's the most important meal of the day. And that could be any meal. That could be your first meal. That could be your last meal. Whatever meal allows you to hit your targets for your goals is the most important meal of the day. And for some of us, that could be breakfast, right? You might say, man, when I start out with a great breakfast, the rest of the day is better. And that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're a breakfast person, awesome. Eat breakfast, okay? I have plenty of clients that eat breakfast, plenty. Some of them don't eat breakfast. At the end of the day, we're not worried about those things. We're worried about how we can allow them to stick to their plan. Now, the other thing I want to mention about fasting, okay, because it's this whole notion of just going without for a period of time. There's something to be said about applying fasting to other parts of our lives. One thing that sticks out to me in a big way is social media. I think we all need to fast from social media for at least a few hours a day, at least an hour. I mean, like if you're on your phone around the clock, now I run a business from my phone, so it's a little bit different. And honestly, it's probably not the healthiest thing to be on my phone all the time. 
but I run my business, right? I provide for my family. Um, I put food on the table by being engaged on my phone. But I also have to remember that just because something like social media is important to our livelihood doesn't mean I can't take a break from it. Okay. It doesn't mean we can't fast from things like social media. There's other things we should be fasting from too, right? Screen time, just being in front of the TV, um, maybe even taking a break from, from things that are really healthy, right? Like maybe lifting weights. If we're lifting weights around the clock, you know, seven days a week, it doesn't hurt to take a couple days off. All right. Think about fasting as something that we should incorporate into all the important areas of our life, even work, right? If you're working and you're workaholic and you're just grinding and grinding and grinding, you know, taking a break from work and spending some downtime, maybe just doing nothing is good for the soul. It's good for the body. It's good for the mind. Same with like hanging around people you love. Like at some point you do need to take a step back and take a break so that you can come back even better. Now, a break doesn't mean you need to fast for 12 hours from hanging out with your kids or something like that. It could just be like, hey, I'm going to schedule you know, an hour to go read and just kind of be alone and just re-engage in my thoughts and, and plan out my life and just do things that I need to do for myself so that I can come back and serve others. Because I know plenty of people who just live to serve, and that's great, but they have to be careful too because anybody's, anybody can burn out. Anybody can put too much into something that's really good, and then all of a sudden that good thing becomes a bad thing. So think about intermittent fasting, not just with food, but in important areas of your life. How can you take scheduled breaks so that you come back even better than you were before? So to recap, intermittent fasting is a great tool. Um, the best way to feel, the best way to determine whether it's right for you or not is to simply try it. Wake up in the morning, have some water, maybe a little bit of coffee, no calories, right? Don't have any food or anything that contains calories and wait to eat your first meal and see how you feel. After a couple hours go by, see if you're super crazy hungry. If you're going nuts, then have something small, right? Start to wean yourself off of morning food if you don't want to have food in the morning. If you're somebody who loves breakfast and you're just like, man, I wake up, I'm freaking starving. It gets my day started when I eat something. Dude, don't feel like you have to do intermittent fasting. We all technically fast during the evening, right? We all go to sleep unless we're hooked up to an IV that's feeding us calories. We're all fasting. So don't get it twisted. Our bodies naturally take a break from eating, whether we realize it or not. But you can push that break a little bit longer um, if it helps you feel better, if it improves your energy, improves your mental clarity. Um, And so I'm a big fan of it for the right person. That's my overall message here. Secondly, there is no magical property to fasting. It's not going to allow you to burn fat any faster than someone who eats breakfast, assuming your calories are where they need to be. Okay. So if you like to skip meals, do it. If you don't, don't. At the end of the day, the rules still apply. Calorie deficit if you want to lose fat, calorie surplus, meaning more calories than you burn if you want to gain weight, and calorie equality if you want to maintain your weight, right? Calories in, calories out could be equal, then you'll maintain weight. That is it for me. Don't forget to go pick up my free guide, the Look Good Naked Guide. It's lookgoodnaked.co, lookgoodnaked.co. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show. Leave us a rating and review. It helps tremendously when we're trying to get the show out there for more people to listen, to get more help, to get more truth, daily truth about health and fitness. We release episodes every single week. Appreciate you tuning in. My name's Josiah Novak. And one last thing, we did just redesign our homepage, thetruetransformation.com. So I would love for you to go check it out. We made it a lot easier for you to connect with us, get help if you need it, grab free resources, 
all the good stuff. So go to lookgoodnaked.co to get your free guide and then go check out our website, thetruetransformation.com. All right, I've given you enough to do for today. That's it for me. Talk to you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to the True Transformation Podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review and subscribe to the show. True Transformation.